Leading off with a big story of the day, here's The Drive. How you doing on that little project? Where are we at? I'm just about done here. But it's about done. We got a fun project for y'all. No rush, no rush. Take your time. Matt Smith, DMAC, my guy KJ, Drew. I mean, chopping it up. We'll try to scream at each other more at all at the same time. Just because we, we see that's how you're supposed to do it on Undisputed. Adam Schefter joins us in 15 minutes or so. Are we going to confront him? <laughs> yeah, maybe we should, man. It's, it's a couple of times funny. now. It's a couple of it's, times he's pulled the old Charlie one two on us. It's been twice, man. That you know he he held on to some news and then uh, and then he just let Should it we go. try to get ahead of him this time? Like what's about to break? Ooh, Jonathan Taylor's trade. Let's 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 pin him down there. There you go. Yeah, that's a good one. Let's pin him down. All right. Overall thoughts about the game on uh, Saturday night. Look, I thought the second team played really well, and it was good to see the Broncos get to end the preseason on a positive note. What I liked most is there was a sense of urgency from some guys with roster spots out there to be had, and I thought they went out and grabbed them. Specifically, Lil' Jordan Humphrey, I thought, actually made a real case to be on this 53. In fact, I think he's much more deserving than Marquez Callaway. And I know that Cliss on the broadcast put his receiving, you know, his receivers that are going to make this team up there, and he had Callaway in there. I just haven't seen anything from Callaway. And four catches, 57 yards from Lil' Jordan Humphrey. I liked Brandon Johnson proved that he could still play a bit, even with those ankle injuries, enough so where I'm pretty confident he's going to be their second option at wide receiver. Jaleel McLaughlin also didn't have to play to make the 53, but he proved that he is the real deal. I can't wait to see what he brings to the field and how Sean Payton plans to use him. And then, D-back, <laughs> Albert O, man. Albert, Albert Akui Bunam. I mean, Steve, Steve, you've got a whole year. If for some reason he's on the team next preseason, just stick to Albert O, buddy. Well, you're about to, you're, don't give away the little project KJ's working on. Just stick but to it. But we've got, we're, we're going to help. We're going to help. We're here to help. Good, we because Steve here, needs a hand. We are here to help. <laughs> he needs a hand. We are, we are here to help. I'll, I'll, also, I'll also add that Jarrett Stidham, the one thing that I was questioning heading into this season was how big of an upgrade over Brett Rippon is it? And I thought, at least in the third preseason game of the year, he did enough to, to unequivocally let me say that he is a definitive upgrade over Brett Rippon. Yeah, so that's I think good he's, news. I think he's better than... Um, then Rippon, we we heard our guy Zach By bemoan the fact they didn't make a play at Trey Lance. Feel the same? Isn't this season all about Russell? What does that do to Russell's mind if you go make that deal? Why it's messing with Dak Prescott's mind? That's, yeah. I can see that. Yeah, and with Russ, I, I just was it due to Russell's mind? Uh, I don't I don't think much. I don't think much. Uh, Russell uh, runs into fear. 
He, oh, that's he, right. He, I forgot. I forgot. He doesn't get nervous. He doesn't feel pressure. He doesn't feel pressure. Um, I, I really don't think there's anything that Russ needs to feel pressure or nervous about. But I, I don't get nervous. He doesn't, I, he doesn't I, get nervous. Look, I mean, believe in it. Believe in it. Believe in it. I didn't think the Broncos should make that move because if the 49ers are already willing to bail on this experiment here where they moved three first-round draft picks to get this guy, there's a reason that they're willing to accept a fourth-round draft pick. He'll spend a few months in Dallas, and eventually he's just going to burn out of the league. Unless they use him in a package-like basis, but I think they wanted a backup for Cooper Rush in Dallas because one thing we know about the Cowboys is it's pretty damn close to a lock that Dak Prescott's going to get hurt at some point this year. I never find any issues with building depth at your quarterback position ever. So if you can get better somehow, and I've made the argument over the years that it's not just about the starter. Again, you have to have roles in in whatever your quarterback room is. So what is the chemistry? Now, I'll tell you this. Last year, the chemistry was bad because there was nobody to press Russ whatsoever. Nothing. That's There's, not why the chemistry was bad last year. I think it's a significant reason why the chemistry was bad. Okay. I think there just wasn't anybody there to threaten him whatsoever, to challenge him whatsoever, to compete with whatsoever. The chemistry in that room with the Broncos was better. That Peyton Manning felt a little pressure from Brock Osweiler, and he naturally tended to go more towards Trevor Simeon. That did happen. But Peyton would use all sorts of, you know, competitors use chips on their shoulders to get them going. But when you just feel, Matt, no pressure whatsoever, you truly feel no pressure, that there's nothing whatsoever to worry about at all, it can be a sticky situation. And whether it's subtle or it's more obvious, having a little pressure on everybody is probably a positive thing in terms of a landscape where you have to compete. If you make the deal for Trey Lance, are you keeping him on your 53? Yes. You have to. But yeah. the Broncos are injured. They need every last so spot on So you cut Jared Stidham. So you cut Jared Stidham. You gave him $5 million guaranteed. Oh, well, and that's the, They're the not cutting Jared Stidham. cost of doing business. Why would you but, cut Jared Stidham to, to trade for Trey Lance? I would much rather have Jared Stidham than Trey Lance. Okay. I, I'm, that's amazing that you just snap know that so quickly. I don't necessarily know that. So I would bring Trey Lance in here and, and see what's what. Or you could keep him on the 53 if you feel weird about it. Or you can keep him for two or three weeks and make a decision later. Or blah, 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 blah. Yeah, but you know, you know what you can't do? You can't do anything if you don't get the guy on your team. There's, there's nothing you can do. But you have room for another guy because one of your other starters happens to be hurt. Like the situation with Jerry Judy, DMAC, is a weird one. If, if they're not going to put him on that four-game IR, he's still got to stay on the roster, who's, which means you have a your, dead roster spot. Who's your favorite guy who's going to be 50, 51, 52, or 53? Elijah Garcia. Elijah Garcia. Okay. Yeah. So you're telling me you'd rather have Elijah Garcia yeah. than depth at your quarterback position? Absolutely. Okay. Well, I guess that's the difference between me and you. Yeah. I'd rather have depth at the quarterback position, and I'll roll the dice with Elijah Garcia if I have to move on from him. I think that it, it just doesn't make sense to me this year when the biggest goal is Russell. Well, you know, like six guys are, what, what is it, uh, 53... You can keep an extra quarterback if you want, 45 game day, 46 minutes. Well, six or seven guys are just going to be scratched every game that are on the 53. I mean, that's going to happen. You know, that's that's happening too. Right. So you're keeping, you're keeping four or five guys. So what's the purpose of Trey Lance? Just to take a look at him for half a season? For a full season? Sure. Okay. This is how it works. But the Broncos have avoided this like the plague over the past few years. They haven't really developed 
the quarterback position. They've gone all in on one person, except for the ridiculous, you know, Teddy Drew year, which was absurd. And then, of course, the other silly Trevor, you know, um, uh, Trevor Paxton Lynch sort of thing, which, again, was ridiculous. And they've not really spent any time doing this. Is it a major miss, Matt? No, it's not a major miss. Because, frankly, if it doesn't work out with Russell Wilson, you're going to start all over from scratch anyway. But, again, again, my opinion is that you have to have depth at that position. And sometimes depth means you have a guy for a year and you just move on for him. You don't keep him necessarily. It's not necessarily the future. But you want to put yourself in a position of like, eh, you never know. So I'll go back to Sidham. Do you think he's, what do you think his max potential is? Good backup quarterback. Okay. So not a starter. No, no. I also don't think Trey Lance's ceiling is what a starter. You- Oh, okay. Well, that, then you're done. See, you're yeah. you're you're done. I don't believe in him. You're no. you're just done. You you think a 23 year old guy who's got massive potential? You just think he's done. He barely played football. Right. So I, I so hated the Cowboys. The, draft the Cowboys are morons. Then they didn't give up Obviously. much. It's there, a flyer. And there were six other teams that were going after Trey Lance too. They're all dummies. I think they're both very different situations. Dallas and Denver. I I think it's it's Ow. a fool's errand to evaluate it with a blanket for everybody. Denver is in a much different situation than Dallas is. I think Denver makes way more sense for Trey Lance than Dallas. Why, why are you doing he that? He has no choice in the matter. What, are you, what are you talking about? How old's Dak Prescott? 29, 28? But they've been trying to get rid of Dak. Jerry doesn't want Dak <laughs> as his quarterback. Jerry came out and said yesterday that he would have drafted Jalen Hurts if he had the opportunity. Right. Well, that's what, it, that's what it feels like right now, that's for sure. So now you got a little something going on Because they traded for Trey Lance, which is what it would have felt like here hey. if they traded for Trey Lance. Russell would have been on notice. If Absolutely. it works out, it works out with Russ. I want it to work out with Russ. Yeah. I have always just been such a strong believer in depth at the most important position rather than, say, Elijah Garcia. So should they keep Ben DiNucci? Uh, no, no. But, but they'll I thought keep you him, depth there. Well, but they'll keep him on the practice squad. Yeah, okay. they'll, they'll, they, but they don't they need to keep him on the 53. If they can keep him, maybe somebody comes and grabs him. Okay, that's fine. There'll be there'll be another 20 Ben DiNucci's uh, out there. There'll be another 10 Trey Lance's. Oh. Just give me, telling give me you. one other that's just like Trey Lance. Give Tyler Huntley, other. except he can throw the ball better. Tyler Huntley's older than Trey Lance. So? He's a better quarterback. No, no, no. You said there were guys like Trey Lance. Yeah. So you got to give me what? guys the age and the talent ability. So what what does the age matter? Isn't it just how you play you on the field? Because you have more time to develop. You have more time with the guy. How old is Tyler Huntley? Got to be like 25, tops. Okay. Tyler Huntley's 25? I would imagine. I'll so look at Tyler up. Huntley. 25, bam. And Trey Lance are the same guy. I think so. Except okay. I think Tyler Huntley's a better quarterback. I think he could actually throw. He's won games in the NFL where Trey Lance hasn't. You know how many games Trey Lance started his senior year? It was like... I think the only the the, the amount of games well, that he last started year was one. That's my point. Is like he only <laughs> well, he only played. COVID. Yeah, but he only played like eight football Listen, games. Man, I'm not saying Trey Lance is at see, North is, Dakota State. This is where this is why I have frustrations with this argument because people think that every quarterback you get has to be the answer forever, rather than just making the position room. So better. why get him then? Because I think it's important to have these a strong room and fulfill roles. I, I've I've said this a couple times now. That that's exactly why I would do it. Right, but if you want to have a strong room, why wouldn't you just keep Danucci? That argument makes no sense to me. You need. That I extra think Trey Lance spot. is a stronger player than Ben Danucci. Fair. There you go. I think he's a stronger uh, potential than Jarrett Stidham. You don't. You think Stidham has a no, higher I, ceiling yeah, than Trey Lance? I, at the at the best, I think Lance. Yeah, I do actually. Okay, yeah. and I think Trey Lance has a higher ceiling, way higher ceiling that's than fair. Jarrett Stidham. That's fair. So that's it. 
That's what it comes down to. But the Broncos obviously didn't get in the mix. And I'm okay with that, too, believe it or not, even though I've, I've given this ferocious argument towards the uh, other side of things. Because I do realize that this year it is about Russ. I'm good with that. I know what it is. Even if things go poorly, you should stick with Russ. So the stuff I was saying. You're better off to stick with Russ no matter what. Mm-hmm. Trey Lance would be intriguing. Um, but, you know, I know what they're all about. And I'm fine with it. Now the question is, will it work out or won't it work out? And that's what we don't no, the only the, the only thing that Trey Lance would have been fun for here in Denver is maybe a Taysom Hill package. That's about it. You're you're right about that. That's about all I could even think of is his value here. And, and in that That'd case, cool. yeah. But why why move draft capital for that? I that that doesn't make sense. Because you do need playmakers and you need guys that are going to make things happen. This is why this whole conversation about Albert O is ridiculous. The, uh, Al, and Julian McLaughlin too. They didn't just showcase him to trade him. You'd be moronical. At this point, you don't want that seventh round pick for Alberto. You'd be insane. It's first of all, I did think Alberto was wasn't going to make the team. Man, oh man, oh man, Alberto, how you doing on that project, KJ? We doing good? Need a little time? Are we good? Well, it's on the iPad. It's already on the iPad. I'll tell you what, we'll get to that at, at after three thirty. We got a special project, KJ. It's working hard on it, but we're going to help Steve Levy, right? We're going to help Steve Levy. Good. He needs a, he needs a little bit of help. Stick around at 3.30, and we'll, we'll get that done for, for Steve Levy. If Alberto doesn't make the team, I have no idea what the point of preseason football is. The end. Preseason football, theoretically, is about earning a spot on the team. I cannot think of somebody who started slowly, worked his tail off, has the support of his teammates, and finished in spectacular fashion than Albert O. I'm here to say way to go, Albert O. That was Albert Osom, what he did. And to me, he is a lock or should be a lock, not just to make the team, but to definitely be put into packages where he can succeed. He opened people's eyes, for sure. And and I was one of the people who was scoffing at the notion, DMAC, that he could have done enough in the last two weeks to expunge the last several seasons, right? That that notion to me was crazy. But as I said on our Sunday show, look, I don't know how much more a guy could do in the third preseason game to go from off the roster to on the roster. That's about as good of a performance as you're going to get because he had 109 yards receiving. And you figure in the preseason, if you have 109 yards receiving, you probably got most of it on a chunk play. That's not the case. He was moving the chains consistently and demonstrating different things. Now, I I think there is certainly plenty of room to grow for him, but if you have a guy like a Sean Payton who needs weapons, right now they they have a shortage. Without Judy in the lineup, without Patrick in the lineup, they they need to find a way to get somebody who can contribute as a big body. And I think one of the areas that they screwed up last year was they never replaced that skill set when Tim Patrick went down. They didn't keep Seth Williams from Auburn. They let him go, and they never had that other big body. Now, they tried to use Alberto earlier in the year, but then they just bailed on the plan completely. If he does make this team, which I think after Saturday night, why would you trade Alberto for what, a seventh-round pick? What value is that to you? Don't you think he represents more value as a potential playmaker? Clearly he does. And Sean Payton loves the tight end. Zero doubt about it. We welcome into the show my guy, Adam Schefter. What's up, Adam? The star of Monday Night Countdown. It's the Adam Schefter Show. Presented by Twin Peaks. Hi, Adam. How are you? DMAC, Matt, how are we doing today? Doing good, buddy. How are you doing? 
Doing great, doing great. What, what was it last Monday, D-Mac? Was it last Monday or the previous Monday? We asked you about something, and then it happens a few hours later, <laughs> and it happened, right? It happened two weeks in a row. Two weeks, Adam. It happened two weeks. So I'm telling you right now, Adam. If, this if you've Taylor, got something about Jonathan Taylor, I demand you tell me right now. <laughs> you have no idea. That really We're did happen. Be- I, say, I say, D-Mac, let's go for three weeks in a row. Oh, boy. Oh, no, okay. No, okay. I, I can honestly tell you that right now. I don't know, honestly. I, honestly. <laughs> well, hold on. Well, so two weeks ago was Dalvin Cook to the Jets, right? Right, right. Yes. And then what was last week? Oh, my God. What was it? What was it? Help me out, fellas. Was it, it was Trey Lance. It was Trey Lance. No. No, it, no, it wasn't Trey Lance. What was it? It was something else, man. It was definitely I Dalvin. Was, I think it was Jonathan Taylor Seeking asking a for trade. a trade. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's what it that's, was, Adam. That's right. That's 100%. Right. But the Dalvin Cook one was like 40 minutes later. I mean, it was like it, it happened almost immediately after you were off the – but you did imply you were giving us some nod-nods and some wink-winks. So uh, – You did say no, nothing. No, but, 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 I, but, I, but I can honestly say I did not know that Dalvin Cook would be signing at 655, 455 Mountain on that Monday night. Right. And I was on with you – Five, so it was basically an hour and a half later. Yeah. And then last week, the Jonathan Taylor news broke at about, oh, 350 Mountain, about 30 minutes after right. I was on with you, roughly, roughly. And again, I knew that that <laughs> had been out there. I knew I was just waiting mm-hmm. to see, like, okay, is this right? Is this accurate? Sure. And then finally you were able to confirm at that time. Now, Dalvin Cook, like I said, didn't know. That it was going to happen then. I really didn't. And I didn't know the job Taylor would come down when it did. I hope just please tell me. I may not to believe it. I may not to believe it. I'm telling you the truth. Two totally coincidental situations. Please tell me you were at least smirking a little bit, laughing to yourself, right? <laughs> thinking of us while you were putting that out there. Just Well, I, I remember thinking of you on the Dalvin Cook. I'm like, oh, my God, we just went over this. We just, <laughs> we just went over Oh, my God. D-Mac's going to be annoying at me. I'm sorry. Like, you know, and so, uh, I don't know. Like, if we want to make a habit of, you know, Monday questions and situations that are unsettled and addressing them and then only to have them oh my God. come down, you know, after our appearance, then great. But I can tell you that none of that was intentional or um, – uh, what's coincidental? I mean, just it just sort of really just happened. All right, uh, Adam. Um, hmm. yeah. So on Jonathan Taylor, what? Uh, <laughs> how's he doing? What's going on there with Jonathan Taylor? You know, listen, he, he has till tomorrow, and I. Oh, it's going to happen again. Change any moment, probably will. It's going to happen again. Up. But as of right now, I, I just I don't think that anything's close. I just don't. Mm. Um. I think it's a hard trade to pull off. I think you got to pay Jonathan Taylor. You got to pay the Colts. You got to pay them at a time where Taylor's contract's up after the season when the free agent running back class next offseason is scheduled to include Austin Eckler, Saquon Barkley, Josh Jacobs, Tony Pollard. Like, there's a lot of running backs out there. And you don't have to do anything but pay them as opposed to paying the player and the Colts right now. And. He's got value to Indy, and I don't think Indy's just going to give him away. It's not like they're trying to get rid of him. They know that they have a problem. They know he doesn't want to be there. But they're not just going to say, okay, well, you're offering a, I'm making this up, a, a three and a five. We'll take that. Like, we just got to wipe our hands of this the way that the Niners were looking to do with Trey Lance. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. It's not that. So, 
somebody would have to make a compelling offer at a time where the running back market is obviously depressed. And so I just don't know how realistic it is. I'm not saying it can happen. Of course it could. Things happen. But it's just not a simple deal to pull off. Adam, it was reported, and not by you, but the Broncos were apparently sniffing around Jonathan Taylor. Could you could you confirm or deny whether or not you heard that they were they were interested at all? Look, I, I, I cannot do either, but what I can say to you is that if, if you're Denver, you're any team. Like, why would you not just at least make phone calls? I agree. And just say, yep. like, okay, you guys got a player that wants what, – what are you looking for? Like, so if, so if Denver did do that, well, then I applaud him. Like, that's what they should be doing. Right. Okay, you're, you want to want – well, yeah, we're not doing that. Okay, so now all of a sudden, Denver made call on Jonathan Taylor. Well, no. Like, they're doing what they should be doing if that was indeed the case. Yeah, in fact, George Payton has said, and I believe um, it's his job just to call on everything. And Exactly. Again, again why wouldn't you? So I'm sure he did. How about this? Has it ever gotten serious with Denver? Not to my knowledge so far. You know, we've heard all this talk about a surprise team. Maybe Denver's the surprise team. I don't have any knowledge of that to this point. But, you know, we know that, you know, things happen in this league that are crazy and unexpected. I didn't expect Dallas on Friday to be the landing spot for Trey. Yeah, how's that, go- how's that going over? Well, I, I, think, I think that basically, um, you know, Jerry Jones kind of stuck out his chest today. He didn't tell anybody. Yeah. That he was trading for Trey Lance, like he didn't tell Mike McCarthy. Mike McCarthy didn't tell um, Dak Prescott, and he kind of liked it. So I don't know. It just it, you know, I think Jerry felt like it was the best move, surprised some people, and uh, and and there we go. Hey Adam, you just reported that Colt McCoy was was moved on from by the Cardinals. What's the situation with Kyler Murray there? Do they expect him to play at all this year? Well, here's the deal, right? They're not going to activate him off the physically unable to perform list um, by tomorrow's deadline, 4 o'clock Eastern, 2 o'clock Mountain. So that means he misses the first four games. So we know he's going to miss that. Do we know that he's going to be ready in week five? I don't know that. You know, I, I don't know that he's going to be ready then. Now, if it's any later, let's just say he misses a few more games. Now we're six, seven weeks there. What if Arizona is 1-6, and 0-7, 2-5? Is he coming back at that point when he's coming off a major? Like, you tell me. Like, what are they mm-hmm. rushing him back for? Mm-hmm. What is he rushing back for? So there are some elements in place that just make me think, okay, when are we going to see Kyler Murray this season? I got an, I got an off-the-left-field off, the, off uh, left field question for you. Are, you. are you good with a kind of a crazy, just a, another weird question? That's what we do, yeah. All right, all right. Did, you, did your daughter, Dylan, have a bot misfit? What? Yeah. Okay. Okay. You got to see this movie, this new Adam Sandler movie, man. Oh my god. I, I got to ask you. It, it's called You Are So Not Invited to My Bat Mitzvah. What was the theme yeah. of What was the theme of our bat mitzvah? Well, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. I want to know that. Are bat mitzvahs out of control, Adam? Cuz I'm watching this movie and I'm like DJ Shmooley themes, Twizzler bars, uh celebrities. Everybody's shaking their head around here. I swear to God, I have been to a bar mitzvah. I have. Daniel Deitch, back when I was 13. Daniel Deitch. Daniel Deitch. <laughs> and it was it was all right. But I'm looking at this movie, Adam. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, what is going on these days? So, have you? first of all, have you heard of this movie? <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I've heard about it. And my wife has said we, we have to go see it. And so, well, we're planning to watch it at some point. We just haven't yet. Okay. Was was it out of control? Or, or is it is it a lot about nothing? 
what, what does that mean? I don't know. What, was it out of control? Or, I, I, it was, you know, it's a, it's a, it's, it's he had a, a big bat mitzvah. That's what this is in, right here. In the Jewish religion to celebrate, you know, don't have like, you know, 50 of our girlfriends, you know, it's, a, okay. it's, it's a more elaborate birthday party. You know, I mean, I don't know, like, is I don't it, say about that. Yeah. Is this uh, the first time you're hearing about bat mitzvahs? I have never, I, I swear to God, I just, and, and it happens like every weekend, or I don't know, in this one, it, I don't know. I, I, what are you talking I'm telling you, I was so entertained by this movie. I'm, I'm going to tell you. I, 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 yeah. I, I thought yeah. it was fantastic. Yeah, they go crazy at the bar mitzvah, I, bar mitzvah. It's Adam Sandler and his real daughters who are the stars yeah. of the movie. His yeah. real wife is not his wife, which was weird. She's the wife of some. I don't know. I told you it was a left field question. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Adam, I got another left field. Wait a second. There's no other way to go. We're not. We're not going somewhere else. Are we going to go into like christenings? Are we going to go into like two sixteens? What are we doing next? I don't know. Hey, Adam, man. I wanted to ask you about Oz Perlman. That, that, I, I caught wait, wait, the, I caught wait, the, wait, I'm moving off your bot mitzvah. Schefter has nothing we else. We have to go. You don't follow up the bot mitzvah question with well, anything no, else, no. man. See, that's where you missed the boat, D-Mac. That's a great question. Thank you, Mark. Adam. Thank you, Adam. As a matter of fact, Oz, the mentalist, was at my daughter's bot mitzvah. Whoa. No way. There you go. That's exactly. There you go. No, wait a second. I just asked you if you did anything crazy, and you had him there. Well, hold on. O's was there. O's, O's performed at my brother-in-law's company Christmas party 15 years ago for $600, okay? Wow. you got to be kidding me. Yeah. He was at my son's bar mitzvah uh, over 10 years ago. He was at my 50th birthday six years ago. No way. That's awesome. And so we had Dylan. He had, of course he came to Dylan's bar mitzvah. Of course he did. To do some stuff for a little while. And while he was there, the ESPN bosses saw him and were flipped out and like, we got to get this guy over to NFL teams. So I took him around last summer, and I took him around this summer. That's the nice. behind O showing up on hard. So Matt, great question. Great. Thank question. you, Adam. Great question. Thank you, Adam. Dmac, you know, very close minded, very not open to like what's going on around him. Like exactly. <laughs> exactly. He's more interested in other topics. <laughs> I apologize, o- Oz. 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 This dude. Oh, he's a, unbelievable. Is a mentalist, and it is. It's mind-blowing, Adam. Well, hold on. I was with him, obviously, at the Jets. I was with him. I took him to L.A. to go to Cowboys camp. Then we took a red-eye to Bengals camp and Packers. Awesome. They were there in Cincinnati and did Michigan on Friday because those went to Michigan, like myself, and he asked if he could do Michigan. So we arranged for him to do Michigan. And so they're going to play the pieces with him and the Cowboys, Bengals, oh, Packers wow. on go. Sunday Countdown. Wow. Let's go. And the one with Michigan – will be on college game day. And all I'm going to tell you is, whatever you think your mind has been blown by, it will be blown even more. Let's do it, Adam. I'm all about it, man. That is awesome. That's... Okay, wow, great question, Matt. Sorry, yeah, totally yeah, my yeah, bad. A little credit, d that's you holding back, Adam. That's you holding back. Oh, the, no big deal. I just had the world's greatest mentalist. Well, my you just asked him to oh. define what a bat mitzvah is. What did you expect? I, that's what I expected, like something crazy that you just don't normally happen. <laughs> that's about mitzvah. Having the world's greatest mentalist at your daughter's bar mitz- bat mitzvah, sorry. That is unusual, Adam. That, that <laughs> well, is unusual. He's a family friend. Yeah. He's a family yeah. friend. Yeah. Yeah. Heck, what do you want? Like, he's been yeah. doing this. You know, when he was 600 bucks. (laughs) Was the bill a little bit bigger this time, Adam? It was a little bit bigger. But by the way, if we had another family party and he came and he charged me, I would be really pissed off. (laughs) (laughs) 
And Adam, oh, that's thanks, why you're the buddy. best. We'll talk to you. Thank you, Adam. Appreciate it, man. Adam Schefter presented by Twin Peaks. I, I, in your presence. Yes. I bow yes. down. I bow down. A little respect. I bow down. Respect I thought when you first talked, you were just talking about like a tight end for the Tampa Bay Bucks. Yeah. 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 No, that's what I wanted to talk bad. about. We got my Adam bad. Schefter. My I'm talking bad. about a tight end. My bad. Is he on the bubble, Adam? What do you think? We're going to help Steve Levy coming up next. Denver Sports Station, 104.3 The Fan presents The Drive. Hey, what's going on? Buddy D-Mac. Oh, I got some Max. Groom, KJ, roll with you. Laid back. Monday, I didn't know if I was going to get on the bike today or not. A little rainy, a little chilly. But you made it. Yeah, what the hell, you know? I'm proud of you. Thank you. Right, didn't Thank you say you. you're trying to do the Iron Man in Boulder? A year from now. Good luck on that. It's a half, a half, half Ironman. Yeah. Well, you're one not going to do year. the full one. Well, they don't, they don't have a full one in Boulder. Is it not the full one? No. I feel like they used to. Mm, I doubt it. I had a family friend that did that once, and so the it's full one. Yeah, yeah. In Boulder. Yeah, yeah, Are you yeah. Positive. No, no. It's <laughs> it's the half Iron. It's the Ironman in Boulder. Whatever Ironman's in Boulder, it's a, it's it's a half. Wonderful. The yeah, half okay. Ironman. It's swimming, biking, and running. Right. Well, that's a triathlon. Yes. Right. But yes. is that not? What there's, you do in the Iron several, Man? No. There, well, it's an event, and there's several different distances in the event. The Iron Man is a full marathon, a two-mile swim, and like a 120-mile bike ride. So there's swimming, biking, and running. Yeah, that's a triathlon. Right? But the, the half Iron Man is a half of the distance as a full Iron Man. You're being, you're being a little, little Iron Man snob here. How long is a marathon? I, as, as long as you need one, one I'm not going to run. <laughs> no, a marathon is literally twenty. Why would I need to know that? Because you're you're calling like, all right, you know what? We're getting off track. We're getting off track. Is there swimming, biking, and running? Yeah, okay, you're right about it. I'm going to do an Ironman. Was, I'm going to do an Ironman. Let me, let me, let me. <laughs> yeah, who cares? You think right. anybody out there cares doing, you're doing a, no, a full exactly. or a half? Right. Nobody gives no, no. a rip. What's the difference between doing a full or a half? Except the, half. The story is is that the swimming is the first section. He got into the water and instantly in the bowl. The res foot cut by a piece of glass. Finished the whole thing while his foot had a piece of glass in it. So if you do that, Emac, maybe I'll have a little respect for your half Iron Man. Right, check me in. Check it. Check it in here. See if I can make good on my promise. Our guy Steve Levy. I oh got. I gotta support Steve Levy. I gotta support him. Okay. I'm gonna hand you something. Okay. I'm gonna hand you the pronunciation guide. I've never seen this. Okay. Good. It's on this side. That side, yeah. Okay, I'm familiar with the pronunciation guide from Play by Play Days. I remember. These are the. This is on the Broncos' official roster. I want you to look down. You know, I should probably play it first. Do we have another Val Nichushkin situation on our hands here? Here, I've heard people crushing Steve Levy for mispronouncing Alberto's name. Here we go. Okay, that sounds terrible, right? Does everybody agree that this sounds terrible? It does not sound like the proper pronunciation. Okay. Thank you, KJ. Perfect. Go ahead, Matt. Pronounce it from the official guide from the Denver Broncos. The way that it is phonetically spelled out. Correct. O-H dash. Capital O-H. O. 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 Dash K-O-O. Lowercase. Coo. So O-Coo 
Next two letters, capital A-Y. So A. 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 Thank you. Uh, the next one is boo. So O-K-U-A-Boo. But low boo. Boo. A low boo. And a low N-O-M. And a low nom. Okay, so put it all together. O-K-U-A-Boo-Nom. So say it fast. O-K-U-A-Boo-Nom. O-K-U-A-Boo-Nom. Bam. Well, you got to have a conversation with your boy Smythe. It's, you you got to have a conversation with your boy Smythe. What can I say? We got another Nakushkin Nachushkin situation on our hands here. He's literally, guys, saying it exactly. I mean, exactly how it is on the Broncos pronunciation guide. Patty Smythe, sounds like a job for him. KJ, you, you, you feeling me on this? I, I am because the more he kept saying it, I looked at the back of his jersey and I was like, if you look at the letters in a way that they're. <laughs> what are you talking How do you say it? How do you say it? Okwebuna. Drew, right. how do you say it? I can't say it, so I just call him Alberto. It's okay. Nice yeah. try, Drew. As far as I know, it's Okwebunam. Not Okwebunam, it's Okwebunam. As far as I know. That's what I've always been told. But on the pronunciation guide, yes or no, is Steve Levy saying it exactly the way it is on the Broncos pronunciation guide? Nakushkin, Nachushkin. It's the same thing. Absolutely it is. That is the way that it is pronounced on the pronunciation guide, which is why I say your boy Patty Smythe got to get on that. Figure it out. Why, is, why does Pat got to get on that? Well, who that? puts that together? Whoever puts that together ought to get on it. Patrick does put this together. Who knows? Probably oversees it, right? <laughs> I don't know. Let's look at that pronunciation guide, fellas. I mean, I would assume that you're talking to Albert O. Now, am I am I going to say it this way? No, I refuse to. I'm just going to say Okoibanam. If that's the way that we're supposed to be saying it, I'd it, like to know. It is the way we're supposed to say it. Okui Bunam, so Steve Levy is right, and we're all wrong. Is that unbelievable? But everybody's giving Steve Levy a hard time because of it. Well, we need, he, he ought to be shouting that from the mountaintops. He ought to say, after he calls a big Alberto touchdown, Okui Bunam, and yes. Up yours. Yes, folks, it is pronounced that way. Okui Bunam. Okay. So, so, I'm, so, so we're I'm, wrong. We are wrong. According to the Broncos pronunciation guide, yes. We are wrong, but I'm just going to call him Okawebanam because I've been saying Okawebanam, and it's easier for me to say Okawebanam, so I'll just keep saying Okawebanam. Okawebanam. Wonderful. But- well, this dude either way had a pretty big <laughs> third preseason game. Seven catches, 109 yards, eight targets, and a tug. Yeah, that'll work, fella. We have um, some really interesting news about altitude and the Rockies. Did you see this deal? I did. This was something else, man. We'll get back into the Broncos' preseason game with football at four. Um, Could a deal with the Rockies help get the Nuggets and the Avs back on cable? Details next. It's The Drive on Denver Sports Station, 104.3 The Fan. All right, just for some clarification, and we'll get into this uh, altitude thing here in a second. I do have somebody. Oh, man. I don't want to get your name. Ah, it's going to scream. I'll give you your name uh, credit in a second. But here we go. Albert O saying his own name. All right. Here we go. Ready? Come on now. Come on. Work. You know him as Albert O. SEC All-Freshman Team 2017. Okay. But that's just surface level. Dig deeper and start with his unique moniker. My full name is Albert Sukwebenam. And what does it mean? There it is. He says Okwebenam. 
Wonderful. So, Patty Smythe or whoever, let's get on this, fellas. He says it's Okawebinum. Yeah, please. Put Steve, just Steve Levy. This guy's been going I'll, through I'll it. I'll play it one more time. One more time. Dig deeper and start with his unique moniker. My phone name is Albert Chukwemeka Okawebinum. There it is. There it is. <laughs> Why do they have it wrong on the pronunciation guy then? I don't know. What do you go with? You go with what they do on the pronunciation guide? I go with guide? what the man said. I no, agree. not on the pronunciation oh, guide. No, yeah, no, no. Okay. So we were right, and and Steve is wrong. Steve is right, too. Okay, let's get to uh, this story. Okay. These regional sports networks are struggling. That is the understatement of the year. They I, have been I, for a while. I feel bad about this for sure because I love everybody at AT&T Sportsnet. I mean, I think those men and women over there are amazing. I consider them good friends, and I do wonder, and, and uh, I hope that their jobs aren't in danger, and I think they do a tremendous job. It's It sucks that, you know, the team's not been all that good, um, but that doesn't mean they don't do a good job, in my opinion. But what's happening now, because these RSNs are just struggling so bad, it does look like the Rockies may get picked up by altitude. How about that? Altitude. That's a way to have, have some more leverage for sure. That would give altitude the Nuggets, the Avs, and the Rockies. Okay. Let me ask you a fair question, all right? See how everybody's opinion is here, but... What would it say if Comcast did not come to some sort of agreement with the company that owns the broadcast rights to three of the four major sports in America that are in your town? How in the world do you justify not sort of coming to the table with something to make sure this gets on your airwaves if, if you're Comcast? Because we've seen that the last four years. Seasons, N- not including baseball too. Okay, fine. No, no that's the big. Yeah, see, but Matt, that's the big difference, though. Oh no, I get it. Okay. I get it. I get the big difference. Now we're talking about Rockies, Abs, and Nuggets, not just Nuggets and Abs. Correct. You just have to assume that you're g- doing enough good numbers with those Rockies broadcasts. I think because what leverage do you have if you have a product but, but, that nobody's going to watch? Hold on. What obligation? And if the answer is you don't have any, then fine. But what obligation do you think you have? as a carrier to make sure the general public can watch local events. I don't think they think they have any obligation. DirecTV doesn't carry Fox right now, so if you have Fox at home, get ready to not be able to watch CU and TCU and CU in Nebraska. No, I, I, I think that's, I agree. I think that's ridiculous. However, I do think that's ridiculous, so I agree with you. But that's not a local issue. That's a national issue. Okay. Okay? So that, that, that does have impact, but, I mean, three and, and you can't actually, it's the only three because the NFL doesn't have local rights. So that's it. So you mean to tell me, you mean to tell me you're going to have all three of your teams not available on the main cable carrier here in the city? Really? Are there people that are clamoring to watch the Rockies? That's not even the point, Matt. The point, the point is about service to the public. I get what you're saying, but clearly it doesn't matter. We've been through it for the last four years. You get out another team. Not hey. with the Rockies. So you think no big deal. You think with Rocky, that doesn't even matter. It it's, doesn't change I thing. doubt it would change much. Well, here, here's the question, guys. What's the better solution for the Rockies? Because if they if AT&T Sportsnet goes away, 
the rights will go to MLB, which means it's selling the team. Well, no, that, that doesn't matter. That, that doesn't matter. Yeah, but their rights would go like you. Anybody could have MLB.tv and watch the games for free, no problem. They won't be blacked out anymore. So is that a better solution than going on altitude? I don't think so. I don't think so because MLB TV is you, you've got to have a subscription to that beyond your normal cable package, right? You do, but I, I think they make the games locally available free because I know in Arizona right now that's what's happening. Oh, is that how they're playing it? That's this how year? they're playing it. MLB TV is a great app. Well, I know, way, I know. Yeah. If they don't do that, MLB is going to pick up and produce the games. Yeah, because they're doing that, that in San Diego and in Phoenix. That I, and I think the games are on locally there because or anybody can go to the MLB package and watch it. Because it's being distributed by MLB as opposed to Bally Sports. Listen, I got Comcast. I do. I've had it for 20-plus years, okay? I got Fubo because I just couldn't stand not watching the games, man. I had to watch the games. So I'm one of these idiots that has both, okay? I'm a moron. And I got to figure how to stop being a moron. And I get it. The Rockies are bad. Blah, blah, blah. I get it. You know what I like watching? I, I do like watching the Rockies. Good. You know, there's something about... Actually, I'm a little frustrated because I can't watch them... On my, there's no other way for me to watch the Rockies except for, you know, on the old TV. Feels a little old-fashioned, to be honest with you. I'm out having a beautiful dinner with my lovely wife celebrating her birthday this weekend. Very nice. We ended up at this incredible restaurant. Total accident. Clearly. Not dressed for it at all. But it was the restaurant was so cool, the I don't know, manager came over and explained the food. <laughs> was, I've never had that before. It sounds really she, pretentious. No, 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 no. It was it was unreal. Unreal. Okay. No, it wasn't it was awesome. It was it was, you know, you you feel like have you ever had a caddy when you play golf? Of course. Yeah. Isn't it fantastic? It's all right. Yeah. Wow, Matt. Man, seriously. It's okay. Uh, all right. I'll I, take a caddy if I've never played there before. My point is my point is we just threw the game on the old, you know, the phone. Sure. Like on the table as we're watching eating. This is great. Eating, watching this, that, the other. It just was just such an amazing well, chef's kiss sort of night. But I can do that because I can just, you know, stick it on my phone and just take it with me anywhere. It's fantastic. Can't do that with the Rockies right now. But maybe that changes, too. Well, yeah, you can. That, with, with the, the Rockies, yeah, not, yeah. not a local broadcast. Yeah, you can. Well, sure. you can put it. You can direct TV stream. Yeah. Direct TV I don't, stream. I don't have direct TV. Well, there you or go. There, there, there you should get another, another yeah. service. Oh, my or, God. Or, no, drop Comcast, drop Fubo, and just get direct TV stream. And then I would have it and on then you wouldn't TV be able to have right, Fox. But I don't. Well, for now. Yeah. Yeah, what is going on here? I think my point was is just don't don't put too much time hand wringing over this. Either it's going to happen or it's not, and we'll find some way to watch it. It's unlikely I'll mention it again, but that was the news of the day that that might be going on. And I hope I hope I'm knocking on wood. It'd be great, man. I'm knocking on wood. I'm knocking on wood for my friends over at AT and T Sportsnet. First of all, I'm knocking on wood for all of them. The second thing I'm knocking on wood for is that this is just somehow. For the fans, I and I don't want to get in big arguments about it, but I want things to be better for the fans of the t- specifically the Avalanche and the Nuggets, right? Of course, that we get this done. Of course, so even if they were to add the Rockies, the whole thing is still about the Avs and Nuggets and getting them back on TV here. All right, let's have that happen, and Just, I hope it happens. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Can I you imagine sitting down and go, "Well, what if we had the Rockies?" It just now what? It, it does feel a little absurd. Sir, that might not be the bargaining chip that you think it is. That you have well, but three of your four teams I get it, but it's the Rockies, man. I just it's hard for me to imagine there's a world 
where and it's you're only three teams that matter because football again is it's uh, uh, mammoth matter, rapids matter. I don't mean that, but you're three major teams, three major sports, and we're so lucky in Denver. What an amazing city we are, first of all, that we have all this, right? You know, most cities don't even have this. San Diego doesn't have it. Utah doesn't have it. Portland doesn't have it. There's other major cities that don't have it. Uh, St. Louis doesn't have it. Uh, who else? I mean, there's a bunch of other cities that don't have it. Cheyenne doesn't have Bismarck? it. Bismarck? Yeah. I was going to say, like, what are we doing here? All right, let's get back to it. We'll go over the game, football at four, um, and what the positive things. Plus, some interesting breaking Broncos news. Really interesting news. Kind of a head scratcher. Details next.